0: Hello, traders. Welcome to the Limit Up Podcast. I am Dan Hodgman, and uh, this week, we're slightly back to normal. We got Jack back in studio. Jack, hello. Welcome. Hey, and, uh, glad to be we back. got Eddie Horn. Eddie, how are you? What's up, guys? How are you today? Good. Sorry, Jack, I totally cut you off as you were saying something there.
1: No, that's fine. I've come <laughs> to expect it at this point. You know? Well, welcome back, Jack. Now, shut up. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, it's great to be back. I'm tired of being on the road, especially with a young child. It was pretty... It was awesome, but uh, the moving around part not so much. Hey, I feel you. I am officially settled for the first time
0: in two months. Uh, I'm pretty pumped. You guys can all see I have a good microphone. Um, I'm excited about that one. Yeah, nice brick too. Yeah, it's uh, it's an old 180 year old loft building that I uh, I moved into, so I'm pretty pumped.
1: That's um, very nice. Well, speaking cool. of lofty, market Let's talk recap Talk about these today. markets, huh? Yeah, talk about the markets. Talk about oil. <laughs> All right, so I want to. I got to touch on oil, guys. How
0: many times have we talked about that ninety-five dollar level in the oil market? That market opened up right at ninety-five. It could not accept above there. Uh, broke down really strong here today, all the way down to ninety-two fifty, a little bit lower from there. But all the all day long downtrend market. Uh, and like we said, we opened up right at ninety-five, right around settlement price, which is where settles were yesterday. And uh, initial move was lower. It attempted to come back, but it could not get back above settlement price. And what does that tell us? Settlement's going to be one of two things. It's going to be a catalyst in a direction, or it's going to create a bounce. And once that market moved through settlement price, it became that catalyst catalyst in that direction. So really good downside opportunity there. Equities, on the other hand, uh, were not downside moves here today. Strong up moves in both the S&P and the NASDAQ. I liked it off the open, uh, off the open, there was an initial knee-jerk reaction, looking lower, did not accept. It came down to the second, the standard deviation right off of VWAP. We got a nice little bounce there um, and a nice trend up. But what I really like seeing in both S&Ps and NASDAQ was that initial up move. It came and checked overnight highs, and we got a quick rejection. So you had two really great opportunities here in the equity markets, whether you're a range-bound trader or you're a trend trader. If you're a range-bound trader, you were looking at that overnight high, All morning, waiting for it to get there, and you were looking for a good short with a cheap opportunity. You got both that in the S&P and NASDAQ. If you're a trend trader, you're looking for weakness in an uptrend market. Now, over the last couple of days, we've seen both these markets trending higher, and we got that opportunity there as well. So that weakness that got the shorts for range-bound traders also created the weakness in the trend up. So good opportunity there. Gold was relatively sideways. Jack, I see you're going to talk about... uh, Equities.
1: Yeah, I was going to point out, I've been setting up stuff. I am uh, at my parents' place right now with the uh, baby when my wife's out doing something. So I was setting this up, so I didn't see the last hour. It looks like there was a little squeeze in equities upwards for power hour. I think that's the, you know, haven't seen too much of that in a while. So you think that's just um, people getting squeezed out or maybe something a little more?
0: You know what I think it was, Jack. I think you had a number of traders holding on to the shorts um, from this morning because they were looking again. If you're a range-bound trader, you're looking to come and check the other side of range, and that market did not come check that other side, so they were holding on, seeing if they could check that low, um, and eventually got shaken out, and the longs over overpowered there.
1: Yeah, well, like to see that. All so, right, so forty-two hundred.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there we go. My uh, my my retirement fund would like that one. Um, like we said, gold works sideways, Euro downright to settlement price and settlement became a l- nice little shelf for it there and yields are down. What does that mean for bonds and notes? Bonds are going to be up. So we had a nice little rally here in the 10 year note. So good opportunity to cross the board, some directional move, some sideway move, sideway action. So per always look for every opportunity you can and always hypothesize what happens if I go long, what happens if I go short and what
1: happens if the market's going sideways. Yeah, this is exciting stuff. We got one more week before the uh, final holiday of summer. We're kind of in the dog days of summer, and hopefully things uh, pick up a little bit as we go into the fall, which is traditionally one of the busiest times of the year. So looking forward to that. Um, We brought Eddie in today. Eddie, hello. Um, Eddie Horn, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone out there who might not know who you are and what you do over at Top Step?
2: Um hi everybody uh, I'm Eddie horn I'm uh, sometimes you might have seen me as a tall short fat skinny guy um, what I do at top step I've been there for a very long time I've probably just about done everything um, everything from uh, you know uh, answering phones to helping traders to uh, sweeping the floor so it's 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 just about everything but uh, it's really cool to be here guys I appreciate the invite
1: Yeah. And specifically, the reason we brought Eddie on today, too, is because we have a cool topic. Um, Eddie spends a lot of time talking to our traders. He does a lot of the funded trader interviews recently, if you've seen him. Um, He kind of, if people want to know more about the program, you can set up a meeting with Eddie and he'll talk to you about it. And so today we thought that we could do a little common trader question thing. And Eddie, I was kind of interested to start off of uh, kind of what are the most common questions you see from uh, futures traders who uh, set up a meeting with you or reach your desk?
2: Okay, well, Jack, you know, basically, if they're reaching out, you know, 100% respect to them, because a lot of traders uh, don't think that they need uh, to reach out to anybody and they find out, you know, the, the hard way. Um, usually it's, it's something where they're very confused and it's the question is what am I doing wrong? Uh, you know first off we've got to filter out some things. We've got to find out you know uh, products they're trading. Am I trading the right product? Um, am I watching the charts correctly? Um, sometimes time frames a, a lot of times as a matter of fact, time frames are just too fast. Um, products are too fast. you got new traders trading NASDAQ uh, with five-minute candles, one-minute mm-hmm. candles, and it, it, it becomes a blur. So, you know, what we try to do is we try to sort of dissect what they're doing, um, put it on the table, break it down, and see what they're doing, you know, see if we can improve uh, what they're doing. Uh, a lot of traders, uh, they'll talk about, I can't take a loss. And we see that much too often where uh, you need to have a shutoff valve. You need to have your own personal loss limit. Um, a lot of traders tend to dig a hole and then they start rolling the dice. They start flipping a coin and hoping to get out of that hole. And the thing is, they keep digging that hole deeper and deeper until they break a rule. And um, that's one of the things. Um, another thing, I mean, sometimes it's it's just fine tuning, you know, just a little fine tuning. Like I said, when we break it down, uh, we'll see what's going on. I'll look at the trade report, see what they're doing. Um, And, you know, it all comes down to just a good old-fashioned talk, um, one-to-one, you know, one-on-one, mano-a-mano. And um, most of the time, you know, traders are, you know, going in the right direction then.
1: Nice. Well, let's dig into this, Dan. Uh,
2: I want to to say first just
1: for organizational reasons, as we discussed this today, as I talked to Eddie before this, and he um, noted that the three parts that are most brought up involve the approach, management, and mindset of the trade. So we'll get into that. And Dan, go ahead and shoot away. Yeah,
0: I was just going to say, so I don't want to give uh, any of Eddie's hints away, but uh, I had a chat with Eddie the other day and something for traders out there that if you are struggling with the speed and the approach to some of these markets, give Eddie a call because he came up with some a phenomenal analogy that I now think about pretty hectically. And so as ja- uh, Eddie was just mentioning, looking at the one minute chart in NASDAQ, I instantly went to the analogy uh, that he gave
1: me the other day. So don't hesitate to reach out to him. Absolutely. Well, as we talk about the approach, Eddie hit on that is the idea of is a market too quick? Is the candlestick too small? And, you know, we have the stats here. A fairly large majority of our volume at Top Step is done in the NASDAQ. And I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with, trading the nasdaq futures but i think you have to realize that that's a very whippy somewhat illiquid a lot of noise in it product and you have to take that into account with your trading strategy because if you look at too short or start you know if your stops or profit targets are too small you're going to get chewed up before something has to work and eddie it sounds like you've uh talked to a lot of traders that's happening too
2: well, yeah, I think, I think the analogy, uh, analogy that, that Dan was talking about, it's, uh, you know, a lot of these traders, if, if you're familiar with racing, Formula One, NASCAR, um, I mean, these, these cars go pretty fast. Now, if you were in the first row, you know, and these cars are coming by, all you're seeing is a blur, zip, 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 and you, you can't define the number, you can't define who's winning the race, you can't really define anything. So, I mean, the approach is, is you move back and and scale back your timeframes, move up in the bleachers. All right. Move up in the bleachers a bit, turn that one minute, test it at a five minute, test it at a 10 minute. What's comfortable 15 minute possibly. But what you're doing is you're seeing the race or you're seeing the market much better. Now you can see them coming around the fourth turn. You can see all the numbers on the car. You can see the sponsors. You can even wave at them. You can see them turn around, uh, turn one. So. That's what you have to position yourself at, where you can actually, um, when you're looking at charts, the charts are telling you a story. If you're looking at your dome, you sort of uh, zoom in a little bit, get a little more detail. But that's that's some of the, of the problems that a lot of traders have.
1: I do love that analogy. And we see so many people who are getting, you know, taking a trade one way, where if you're not zooming out, and we go beyond that, I would say 15 minutes is, uh, you know, the, the the lowest time frame I look at, you know, start looking at the days way back, go back a year on these products, right? You have the continuous contract in your charts because you see a lot of times people will be fighting against a massive level from a month ago or two months ago or something like that. And uh, based on something they see on a five minute chart and um, right. that's just not a strategy that's going to pay dividends in the long run. Dan, I know you have a very long-term
0: I like long-term. I mean, 30-minute, four-hour, daily, weeklies, that's kind of what I'm looking at. But what I like, Eddie, what Eddie just said there, and I want everyone to hear, it was like, take the slow approach. Don't go from a one-minute right to a 30-minute. That, that can, It can be very confusing because you're used to that fast pace. So slowly build into it. Go to the five, go to the 10, go to the 15. Like, slowly get there. And I think it's going to make this whole process of transitioning and adjusting your trading a lot easier. Cause if you're diving from a one minute to a 30, you're going from, we've all been there when we're driving through the school zone and we're going from a 45 into a 25 school zone, it feels like you're barely moving. And then all of a sudden you got to jump on the highway and everyone's doing 80 and you're like, Holy hell, what the hell just happened? Oh my God. They're flying. Yeah. Like you feel it. So if you can slowly build into it, it makes it makes it a little bit more comfortable and it's not initial shell shock.
1: Yeah. I think that it can apply to, to um, not individual trades, but, what you're doing in your first trading session uh but another thing we see way too much of is people dive into the trading combine and will damage their account or god forbid blow out their account you know on the first day or the first couple days and that's sort of the same concept of uh getting on too small an interval right you gotta eddie i presume that that probably rings true
2: yeah, I talked to a lot of traders that have been through the funded program and you know, it's, it's very disheartening uh, and a, a bust of confidence when you work so hard to get through the combine and you get funded and you lose it that week. Um, you know, it, 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 all, you know, it all stems down to uh, greed. It's, it's, you know, you, you've reached the promised land, you're there. Uh, now it's, you gotta understand to really slow things down because there's not a profit target. All right There's not a consistency rule. It's 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 time to just sort of take what the market gives you rake in rake in fifty dollars a trade. OK, um, you know, take it as it comes. And you know, a lot of traders are just looking to hit the home run, swing it for the fence and not using that same strategy. Just get on base.
1: Yeah, I think that there's also from a strategy end of it is you want to trade in the combine. The way that you eventually want to trade in the funded account. You know, there's nothing wrong with using a reset or something like that. But also, getting a fund account is kind of the beginning of this because the goal is not to get funded, it's to get an account and grow it and make some money. And if you're using a strategy where you're just, say, hammering a reset or something like that, I'm not sure what the end game is once you have a funded account, right? It would be like, um, say I had some kind of cheat code as a base, as like a uh, golfer where I could have, you know, infinite mulligans or something and then make it as a PGA tour and they're not allowed anymore. Um, it would just not work once I got to the competition, right? I could be incredible on the simulator, but then what's the point if when I get there, I'm the worst golfer. I just want to make sure I didn't freeze there as well. Dan?
0: I froze, lost internet, everything just stopped working. It just came back. So I've missed the last 30
1: seconds. You missed missed a great golf analogy. What's new? (laughs) (laughs) I said, you don't want to over, you know, be over-reliant on a reset or something like that. Is part of your strategy to get to a funded account because uh, J- then when you're in there.
0: You're spot on. I remember what I was going to say, and then I got distracted by losing the internet. You made a comment where like, you're str- you want to come into like the trading combine with the strategy you want to use when you're trading live, when you're in the funded account or in your own brokerage account. And I think a lot of times you come into it with the anti- expectation of like, okay, let's just get through the trading combine and get to funded when we kind of forget the trading combine is a great educational tool to kind of get comfortable with the markets to tweak that strategy in a safer environment. And if I, I think if you come in with the right approach, like you were saying, like I'm going to trade in the trading combine as though I'm going to trade in the live account because you know, you can power through, you can have that quick home run like Eddie was talking about in the funded account, but then you can lose it really quickly. And then you got to start back over where you can avoid this process of having to go back into the combine Start slow in that funded account, trade slow in the trading combine, slowly build. And next thing you know, like we have a trader right now. Um, she's been funded for months and months and months. And I swear every other week I'm processing payouts for her. Like it's phenomenal watching her chip away. And it's they're not little payouts. I mean, they are four-figure four payouts. Some have been five. Like, no, I think most of them have been four-figure payouts, but it's like every two to three
1: weeks, big chunks of money going her way because she's slowly chipping away. So Eddie, I'd be interested as far as uh, some other questions as we delve into the mindset kind of portion of it is, you know, besides what we've discussed so far, what are some other any questions or things you've noticed as far as mindset? For example, one for me is um, people always want to trade. And this is true when I was trading professionally, too. um, Everyone always wants to trade more size. And... I feel that that is the wrong way. The first place you should look at is like, can I make more by holding the trades longer, for instance, or having a better risk-reward ratio? Or I, I see people kind of talking about that sometimes. So have, have you seen anything as far as trade size going on?
2: Well, it, I mean, that would be sort of, I think, under management, you know, um, managing yourself, managing your account. Um, like they say, if you, you can't trade small, you can't trade big. Um, and it, it, you know, it goes with the territory too. It's, uh, this is something you've got to test, um, as far as size goes and so forth. And, you know, we're always, you know, telling traders start small, build a foundation. Um, you know, it, it, you've got to build a foundation before you start building a house. And once you've got those small profits built up, then you can start opening up things a little bit better. Uh, you can start adding a couple contracts here and there. Uh, you can open up your risk a little bit more. Um, you can have your stops a little bit wider, but you first got to build that foundation before you do anything.
1: Nice. Ever taken any super strange phone calls? <laughs> Just kind of curious.
2: <laughs> super strange. Um, super strange. I mean, I've, I've talked to thousands of traders. Um I don't know. I guess I got to If I get a super strange phone call, I just sort of dial it in and answer their questions. What, if, if you do, I'm I here think to answer I'll, questions, man. I'll tell you, Go I ahead.
0: had one years ago when I first started. Um, Trader thought like someone was stealing his trade ideas. So he no joke was like putting tinfoil in his office because he thought people were
1: stealing his trade ideas. I think I remember that one. Dan, I appreciate that you are <laughs> saying that out that. loud. <laughs> 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 you know, with, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I mean, I hope it worked. I mean, if tinfoil is part of your process and it helps you, uh, you know, some people have meditation, some people have conspiracies. It's all, it all works out. Uh, Well, Um, that's, I think the greatest thing about trading
0: it's it's I'm a sports guy, you know, it's always been superstitions. I kid you not. I had a hockey game when I was like 12 or 13 years old it was my first ever hat trick I played defense we're not scorers it was my first hat trick that's three goals in a game and before the game my dad got me uh Starbucks espresso double shot espresso like <laughs> cold drink because we'd been going all day I was exhausted and he's like here take some espresso so
2: offense through, and
0: defense through college before every hockey game I drank a double shot Starbucks espresso before every single game because of superstitions. I put skates on a specific way. Like when I came to trading, it was the same process. i would come in the exact same door. Even if there was a line at the one revolving door and the other one was empty, I'd go in the line one because I had to go that way. And then I'd come in the back way so I could go up the first flight of stairs instead of taking the escalator. Like we all create these superstitions and beliefs. And that's part of trading. That's what I love about it. Like you find that little weird thing that works for you and you just never give up. My right, dad. It's all about
1: the routine.
0: My dad wore the same pair of khaki pants from when he was like 23 years old on an unemployment Friday and he wore them all 30 years of his career. On Friday? they were on, a fr- on unemployment Fridays because they were his lucky pants. And my dad did this for 30 years.
1: They would fit well when he was young. It didn't fit so well when he got older. As I say, there's not the slightest chance that I could fit into. I I was just looking at some pictures of me when I was 23. Uh, We were looking for trading pictures the other day. It's like, uh, not quite. That's fun. It is all about these, um, you talk about superstitions, but it's all about a routine and the athletics are a good, uh, Example of that. I feel like also I, I was you know half joking about the super strange phone calls because it can go both ways. Like as long as you're disciplined in your approach, there's some um complete, you know, it takes all kinds. There's some like complete wack or who are some of the best traders that I've ever met, right? You can it, it kind of wherever you're coming from, you can. And I think sports is kind of like that too. Like, I don't know if you remember Carl Everett, he used to play in the White Sox, you know, he didn't believe in like dinosaurs and stuff. Um but he could hit a baseball,
2: right? <laughs> and that's kind of it, what it I feel works, about trading. Danny, you you know, being on the trading floor, man, there was a lot of characters. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I mean, if you had the opportunity to be on the trading floor, I mean, each little pit was like a little village, and they had their own little rules and their own little things. And and uh, I mean, I mean, you watch you watch some of these videos where uh, they've got like you know, uh, it's a fast market. I mean, a lot of these guys, uh, I mean, they were unique. And a lot of these women were too. I, you know, uh, give, you know, big props to the women that were in the middle of it. Because, you know, Danny, there's a, it was kicking, punching, screaming, scratching, cussing, sneezing coughing you know
1: paying someone 50 bucks to you know eat a pack of cigarettes yeah (laughs) yeah
2: well you know what there was maybe we do a podcast about those because i I got stories that'll yeah we only have seven
1: minutes we've been talking to the lawyers for a while about that (laughs) not not really but like that's i'd want to have pre-clearance of all these stories before they happen but that's definitely one that i've heard along the lines a pick cool. of
2: cigarettes right I know <laughs> yeah but you know i wouldn't
1: recommend it don't smoke them don't eat them
0: right and this routine it all falls into the same thing the mindset right like if you tweak your routine what are you thinking about when you sit down to trade you're starting to think about that difference that you just did this morning and that's where your thought is like i know for me like if i pun intended, literally get off the wrong side of the bed, like let's say rolled over and I decided to step down on the other side. I'm thinking about that weirdly when I sit down. And if I'm not drinking my coffee the way I normally, you're thinking about it. It's all the mindset. It all kind of comes right down to the same thing. If you get these routines and you maintain that mindset, when you sit down, there's not any extra thoughts going through your head about how am I going to approach today? You're going to approach the day just like you do every single day.
1: Yeah. And got to have that confidence. I think that's the hardest thing to build is it's like shooting free throws or something. You need to think, you need to visualize and just think that I'm going to do this. I'm going to be right. Uh, I've picked the right levels. I'm going to execute on my strategy. Um, and, and whether it's true or not, I feel like you kind of have to believe that if you're constantly second guessing yourself or don't think it's going to work out. I mean, it's not that it's gonna change the market's gonna do as the market's gonna do, but it's gonna change the way that you uh manage the position. Um, people who are tentative tend to puke the winners way too quick and strangely enough, risk more by just doubling down losers or trading from a place of fear of like, oh man, I hope this comes back so I can, you know, make my car payment. That's not where you wanna be. No. No, No,
0: every trade you get into, don't think about it It all comes down. You can't think about the finances of it. If you're starting to bills, uh, if you're starting to think, okay, I have two months of runway. I have to do this now to start to cover myself down the road and cover rent and pay for my car. You're in the wrong industry because it comes, it goes. You got to find your chances when it's presenting the opportunity. And if it's
2: not, you can't press it. You can't
0: force the market to do uh, what you need it to do.
2: You know, Danny, and, and you you mentioned that, and it's honestly, honestly, very hard to do. Um, you know, when you've got these things building up, um, you've got to have separation. I mean, it's 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 really easy to say, but it's very hard to do. But when you've got these, like I said, these things building up, it's it's you have an opportunity, um, it, but you can't jump on it uh, like you'd like to. I mean, you got to take it slow, and that's what we talk about you know, slow and steady wins the race and small profits add up. And I mentioned the foundation. It's, it's gotta be a process and you guys are talking about it. It's gotta be strategic and you can't just blitz every four downs. Yeah.
1: Good place. Well, now might be a good time to, there's a few more things that I wanted to mention before we headed out and give Eddie his last words, but um listen, September's going to be a big month for top step. There's a few things that we can't tell you about yet that I think you're going to like. And uh, also we're doing back to the markets, education classes. We finally have the dates. I can say it now. Uh, We're going to do, Hogue's going to do tales from a coach the week of uh, September 13th is a Tuesday and the 15th is a Thursday. Uh, Hogue's been gathering kind of like we did today with Eddie, all the questions he's gotten, over his you know decade plus of performance coaching at Top Step. And we're going to do uh, two sessions where we kind of go through those and you can ask your own questions. It should be fun. And then we're going to do a rerun of trading strategies the week after that. There'll be emails and stuff like that. Just wanted to start teasing that. Uh, also, because we were talking about before, I think this has happened one more time on the podcast, that is a real human skull behind me. And I just want to make clear that... <laughs> This is not my office because it would be super weird if uh, this guy who used to be a trader had like a skull uh, that would speak to his clerk. Weird. So suddenly, I would be the strangest. This is the strangest call Eddie's been on. No, my uh, <laughs> my dad was a doctor, and so he just has that from back in the day. I hope. I hope that's why he has it. Uh, Danny, any other thoughts on uh, our topic today before I let Eddie?
0: No, Eddie. Thanks for happening here. This yeah, thanks, fun. Eddie. It's always it's always nice, kind of like talking about the trading combine because everyone wants to work through it, and you've worked with so many traders. It's nice to hear that perspective.
2: Well, that's cool, you know. And 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 guys, I really appreciate you putting this together and saying, hey, come on down and uh, jump on and give us a little of what you got. But you know, it, it, I mean, it all comes down to accountability um management is one of my favorite things um and it, it's about you i mean it's like you know anybody that has a training account it's like you're the boss you're the ceo you're the one behind the register you're the one making the product you're the one sweeping the floors and it's all about what you do and uh i mean you've really got to take it break it down and and move forward step by step you know taking leaps and bounds they're only going to get you in trouble. So, you know, my uh, closing words would be: you know what? Just stay positive, stay focused. Uh, it's all about you.
1: Well, thanks, Eddie, and we'll have you back. Some combination of you and Hogue and Mick and MP maybe over a couple of days, and we'll get to the uh, stories from around there once we clear them with our vast lawyers. array of legal <laughs> professionals so names thanks everyone names. for joining us uh as i said those classes are coming up we'll be back next week and as we always say in signing off dan i finished off when you said last time you cut out right after you said it so we end with a little namaste and, and trade, trade well. well we'll see you next week guys <laughs> thank you for listening to the limit up podcast and thank you eddie for stopping by today if you want to learn more about the training combine or those classes we talked about for September, check us out at topstep.com. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you soon.